up the top stars from Hollywood and from all over the world to entertain you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It's pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Station. What up, everybody? The Welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Drive-In Speaker Box Podcast. You are tuned in. It is July 10th, 2023. It is 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, and wherever it is you're tuned in, if you're watching live on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube, thanks for joining us. If you are watching on Twitch, you've, been, you've already been tuned in, hopefully, for the pre-show. Um, where we, we, it's free, uh, you can jump, jump in, get on that, we love our Twitch viewers, um, but if you're not, if you're just downloading this podcast somewhere in the future, wherever it is you download podcasts, and don't get to see our lovely, beautiful, um, youthful faces, then you can download those podcasts, anywhere you get a podcast, so, uh, I'm your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. I am Slick Doggy the Grip. This is Jake. And uh, yeah, we're going to be talking to you about movies. It's what we do. You think um, you think when Snake Pliskins, he's like the name Snake, and they're like, his name's Steve, dude. His <laughs> name's Steve. Okay, like they don't call Snake Pliskin out. Come he, on, man. No, you, you you go Snake, and he goes, the name's Pliskin. And you go, all right, Pliskin. He goes, the name's Snake. That's like the, that's the thing that he does. Yeah, but there's n- not some turd in the background like his name's Steve. Okay, <laughs> his name's Steve. <laughs> Don't let him trick you. It's well, not Snake. It's Steve. If we're going to be internet celebrities, Slick they got to know our name. Like, how many? Like, how many Slick Doggies are there? One. But nobody. Like, that, you know that was. Like, we're so antiquated as a host, uh, like a show, is that we were using DJ names. Like, you know, like the wild man and the badger in the morning. Like, we. That was us. And now everybody's using their real names because of the internet, the way that the internet's changed. No one on Twitch uses their real name. Yeah, but they, they use their freaking Xbox handles. Yeah, we could do that. Like, like dangling toucher and like, what's <laughs> Xbox handle? Who are you playing games with, bro? <laughs> I don't know. What's that, Is that one? How you played Sea of Thieves with when I, when I was asleep? What's that one dude that's on there that, that I always get notifications and, and he's like the Pewdie- nicest PewDiePie? guy. PewDiePie? Well, that's a stupid name too. Uh, no. PewDiePie's a legend, sir. Yeah, but, but his uh, name's PewDiePie. He's got himself in trouble a couple of times. Um, of course he has. <laughs> and he's European. He's weird. And like, no, no, I'm talking about the the one guy that that's like, "Hello, my friend, my friend, hello, my friend, my friend," and he says, "My friend," and you used to watch him all the time, and he has the afro, and is he only only plays Sea of Thieves, uh, Fuzzy Bond. Uh, uh. Okay, I feel like Fuzzy Bond doesn't say my friend a lot like No, that. that's all he says. Like, I watched his show for a long time, like, when I, and he goes, my friend. And he would say okay. friend to everybody. He's not, no one knows his real name. He's just Fuzzy, bro. Fuzzy Bond. And, but that, but that is also his handle on Xbox. Um, perfect. Velvet Sand on Twitch says, my CB name was Lazy Grandma. Mine was um, Tadpole. That's good. Yeah, Tadpole. Uh, Puss in Boots. Uh, Vince says, Enigo Montoya, you killed my father. Such a good movie. Prepare to die. The Six-Fingered Man. Show me your hands. Can and that be my name? 
Inigo Montoya. There's too many syllables. No, yeah, it doesn't work. That's not movie related, other than the character. You gotta have a behind the scenes name. Mm-hmm. Crafty Fine. works. Crafty's good. Crafty, for now. I don't know. It's a it's a working Temporary. title. Okay. Bing. Um, you could be best boy. No, he already said no to that one. We've had a best oh, boy. Oh, really? Yeah, we had a best boy. Uh, that was Travis. Which department, though? You don't have to be a boy to be a best boy. Best boy is in the grip department. Every time. Every time. Isn't there a gaffer? There's the key grip and the best boy. Hmm. Um, and then there's the gaffer, who's he's lighting. He's his own department. And then there's there's like a key a key. There's keys in every one. Hmm. So there's key electric, and you know I think there's a be, there might be a best boy electric. I've um, seen more than one Best Boy on movie. It's like credits. Best Boy Grip and then Best Boy Electric is mm-hmm. Best Boy Electric. Um, but there's no Best Boy in sound. There's no Best Boy in camera. Cameras. Just call me electric. Just electric. <laughs> just call me electric. <laughs> call you conceited. I said it. Whoa. Wait. I don't know. I, I, you kind of said it You like that. You went, call me electric. <laughs> yeah, that didn't sound anything like what I said. It sounded very similar. <laughs> That's what I heard. It it it, it might be well, this crisp, on. cool Cayman Jack <laughs> margarita that we're drinking that made me hear it that way, but I don't know. But we're going to talk about movies this week. Um, this was a really light week in movies. Uh, there there was the what was that Joyride came out last weekend. Uh, yeah, I didn't get a chance. It's it's a situational drug based like buddy it's comedy hangover that, with with. Uh, females. It's yeah. a female hangover, right? Didn't I, I don't know. I, I thought about watching it, but then I fell asleep and I woke up with 15 minutes before the last showing, and I was like, yeah, um, no. Well, what did you see? I mean, you, I watched you, The Outlaws on Netflix. Well, how did you know that the um, Optimus Prime popcorn bucket was still fixed? Because I bucks? called and asked. You called the movie theater? Yeah, dude. I was out driving around and I was like, how I did that conversation go? Optimus. I said, hey, man, uh, weird question. Is, do you still have the Optimus Prime popcorn tins? He's like, yeah, we have four of them. I can see three of them right now. And I said, is it still 50 bucks? And he goes, I don't know, but last I checked, yes, it is still $50. Screw you. You will never have Optimus. And I was like, well. Next week, you're just going to keep checking every week. Every week, yeah. And be like, hey, can I, I mean, come on. I kind of want to drive by and ask him on my way home. And just walk in and be like, "Hey, dog." Here's Thirty bucks. I even, well, I even <laughs> asked him. I even asked him. I'm like, "Can I buy it without the popcorn and drinks, just to have it?" And they're like, "No." I'm like, "I will give you the popcorn and the drinks. Just put them in a different bag. Just give me the friggin' Optimus." Can yeah. it, it? Is it true you can drink through the the exhaust? His, his smokestacks are the straws that you put in your drinks. Okay. So the cab holds the, the soda. The okay. trailer flips open and you pour the popcorn through the length of the trailer and then you get like a second soda or whatever and his two smokestacks are the, the straws. straws. Okay, I remember yeah. us talking about that and I was like, yeah, man, yeah. Was that, did I imagine? It's a large popcorn, but I mean I don't think that much fits in there. Here lately AMC's gotten better about it because they take those collector ones that are unwashed and just plastic produced that probably has tons of BPEs and they just dump the popcorn popcorn in there like have fun with your cancer corn mm-hmm. uh, and, and you're late, never gonna watch it here lately they're it. like here's your collector tin and then here's your actual bucket of popcorn so you have like the food grade suitable plastic or uh, not plastic the waxed paper bucket mm-hmm. instead of using the collectible tin like we did with our wonder woman tin and our mm-hmm. ant-man tin or black widow tin or whatever it is and, uh, and then we the got john wick the john wick one. one the john wick one was the first one they did not put popcorn did you in. you got the 
James Bond one, didn't you? Did we have a James Bond? It was James? a cup, I thought. Oh, we have. It's right. I got the Fast and Furious Furious Cup. It's up there by Batman. Okay, yeah, that's the No Time to Die Cup. It's over there. Yeah, I got the Fast and Furious Cup duo. My parents kept one, and I brought the other one to the show. Are they different? No. Okay. Well, that that gets us. You know, we didn't see a whole lot of movies. He saw a movie, but we're gonna like Mission Impossible is coming out this weekend. Oh, I wanted to see it, but I, our only option, so the Walmart early showing was available here. There was one theater, what? and it's the only non-updated theater it's in the our Starlight area. It's the Starlight Theater. It's the it one sucks. with all the seats that are in front of each other. It and sucks. Instead of stadium seating, it's the one that has fold-down seats. It's the one that they and hurried up and built you would for have the been, Bentonville Film Festival, you, and it na- no, never closed. No, it was at it. Rogers Town Center. Oh, what? The one that they have not updated. The classic theater. Why did they? What? There? Yeah. Walmart early showing. Because it's Walmart. Walmart early showing is the same thing as the Amazon early showing for like D&D. D&D except yeah. it was in one location in Northwest and Arkansas. And the wor- only, Arguably the worst At the theater. worst theater in the area. They didn't do Pinnacle, which is has at least the uh, the stadium, stadium seats. Style. It doesn't have the reclining, but it has the stadium style seats. They, they did it at Rogers Town Center. Oh, which, dude. I'm buckling up. I'm going... I'm going to AMC because I can. I, I wanted seats. to see it with a better, better sound and 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 a bigger screen. Now I will say, if it's playing at our Malco in our Atmos theater, I'm going to go there. Um, so I'm gonna. So Vince says it's asking you how bad do you want to see this movie? <laughs> My guy, dude, I've been wanting this for a long time. So just like Top Gun Maverick, and. It was good. So we're gonna we're I, let's just go ahead and skip through. We're, we're, we'll come back to the news because we're talking about Mission Impossible right now because it's <laughs> it's it's the movie that's coming out this week. Anyone okay? who saw it yesterday, I'm super jelly, but at the same time, there's no way I can sit in those seats for three hours uh, uninterrupted in a theater with low quality sound that mm-hmm. has not been updated in well, a decade. At early least. reviews are coming out saying that this movie is fantastic. Duh. And I, I I recently finished rewatching all of the Mission Impossible movies because yes. they're great. Even the goofy one. Even the goofy. And it's funny about the goofy one. I there was Which a was uh, that? an old two. that's part two where oh. he had the hair. Got it. Well, um, you know, he wanted everyone to have that hair so that when they would move in the slow motion, it would have the action in the hair. Mm-hmm. Because it's John Woo, mm-hmm. and that's what John and Woo does. Of doves in that movie. John Woo motorcycle um, stunts. Hong Kong pistol opera god. Any any bird flying in an action movie. Any two people jumping and doing this. Listen, Mission Impossible Two is sick. It is, but it's and then so two, goofy. And John Woo was the master. Like every, any movie you've ever seen, where two people come flying through the air at each other and sandwich. That's John Woo. Bullet time. Bullet time. Like you can thank John Woo for all these things that still exist in action movies. Today. Today. But the one thing, because John Woo, like he was, he did wireworks, he did all these crazy action things. But even John Woo was terrified in Mission Impossible 2. And this is one of the reasons I love these movies. So in Mission Impossible 2, the opening scene. Where he's climbing, climbing for real and everyone's like, Tom Cruise might die just here. Don't do this. <laughs> and, and and so uh, in, this, in this old interview, John Woo said, quote, 
I was really mad that he wanted to do this stunt, and I tried to stop him, but I just couldn't because he was executive producer. Yeah. I was so scared, I was sweating. I wouldn't even watch the monitor when we shot it. And then he goes he goes back and he goes, we had five cameras on the cliff, including a helicopter camera, a camera on the crane, and a cameraman hanging from safety cables. But we also had focus problems, so we had to do it again and again, which terrified me. But then Tom would say, I'm okay, John. Don't worry. I want to do it one more time. But there was like no net or anything no. like this. Like the crazy thing is Tom Cruise is like, I'm gonna climb this rock and you're gonna film it. And everyone's like, We really don't want to do this, Tom. And he's like, tough. And he just did. And it uh, says Tom was on the cliff uh parts of five days for the filming of that scene and never complained once. I never knew that it was five days. I've seen lots of interviews about this. I yeah. didn't know it was five days and, and he like, did the crucifix position. For real. Um he did it for real. Um yeah absolutely crazy and 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 and, you know the 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 building in dubai he was really dangling outside the the that that building and then the last one he really broke his leg and kept on running well the helicopter in what was it was the last one it was fallout where he jumps on the helicopter and is climbing that cable the rope with the rope and it has the payload on the bottom yeah and he actually falls he falls and a lot of the crew didn't know that that was about to happen and it wasn't scripted no that was on accident that's why they kept it in the movie because it was was, for real and he wasn't supposed to do that because he almost died they said on the radio everybody was like oh my god oh my god i think I think we just lost Tom and uh, because he slid and fell down that rope and then caught himself on the bottom and they all thought he freaking died. This is why these movies are awesome. Listen, despite what you think about Tom Cruise personally, which I think he would be the coolest dude to hang out with, right? Yeah, because he's crazy. He's he's absolutely crazy. He's a lunatic, but he's amazing. I know. A little little midi Mission Impossible. Yeah. And so me and my mom were telling my dad about this this weekend, right? Because he's like, eh, Tom Cruise, I don't know about that. And I was like, listen, we both were like, don't think about it as Tom Cruise. This is Ethan Hunt. And Ethan Hunt, Ethan Hunt is invincible. He is insane. And he can do anything. He he really can. And he held his breath for almost six minutes in Fallout. He trained himself how to do that. And uh, I think we talked about it. Only skin divers do that. And Tom's like, well, if a human can do it, I can do it. I think we talked about it last week, but it's like... Uh, where was I? Where was I just about to go with this? Nida Alishley said she saw the clip of him riding a motorcycle off a huge ramp into a base jump. He did that for real. They did it three times yeah, for this new true. movie. They they repeated it three times, so they just like destroyed all these motorcycles because Tom wanted his jump to look perfect. Mission Impossible movies are so good, and no matter what you think about Tom Cruise or Simon Pegg or whoever in the movie that you're like, I don't know about that guy, Ving Rhames or whatever. These movies are so good because they're movies and they're good movies. They're good. The stunts are real. Apparently the car chase in this is supposed to be super badass. And they're like, how do we make it where you can see that Tom Cruise is just drifting the fuck out of this And he's always riding motorcycles real fast. Rip the doors off of it. Yeah. Tom Cruise is so cool. If he wasn't so weird... Like, dude, I want to be best friends with But Tom man, Cruise. so the thing, the I reason. I bet he's the coolest dude. Everyone has great stories about him on set. He bakes them cakes. He hangs out with them. He's like the most fun dude in the world. Like, he makes everyone laugh. He thinks everyone's rad as long as you're like positive about stuff. And wear your mask on set. Yeah, yeah well, okay. That's because yeah. they were trying to shut down the jobs of like how many people and yeah. ruin Mission Impossible for how many people. Like, he has a pretty good point when he's like, put on your friggin' mask. So we gonna, can make this movie. 
movie. You're going to ruin this movie for everyone. And they did, despite him telling them not to do that, didn't they? They shut it down twice filming. That's why we we're just now getting this movie. So the, 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 one of the, you know, I know we get real hype on Mission Impossible, but but at its core, one of the, I think one of the reasons we love these movies so much is this is a what makes movies movies man this is at its core like they they try not to cgi as much as possible they do lots of practical stunts and real effects they have a consistent cast from movie from film to film they you know they it's balanced it's it's fun without being comedic all the time where like so many of the movies just have to ham fist all this comedy even though Simon Pegg is a comedian he's not like going hey jokes and jokes and jokes and jokes like the whole time there is a sense of you know consequence to these movies even though you know they're going to win cuz they're the good guys yeah but sometimes someone dies or or like they lose a member dies. of the team like Emilio but like uh, that's what I <clears throat> I just remember one thing I think we talked about last week one of the best parts of this series is that it's even though it started as a reboot, they didn't just reboot it from from nothing. They were like, it's a sequel to the original, and John Voight played one of the original characters gone bad for Ethan Hunt to get his start as the lead of the series, and it's amazing. It's so good because they didn't do a reboot the way they do reboots, where they're like, oh, we're gonna treat you like you're stupid and never heard of this before, and here's and just it. Just ham fist everything like, to you. Here's a sequel of it, and we're gonna do it. It's going to be very good. And they, there hasn't been one Mission Impossible where I'm like, I don't like this movie. Two's the weird one. Seven, but it's still good. The, the most recent one is the boring one, I would say. Fallout? I yeah. Not, well, I mean. You saw Henry Cavill as the bad guy from Fallout like a, a mile away. Fallout was the first one of them that carried from the last one with the same villain. Because it took the villain from the previous one, which was Rogue Nation, oh, and, and then he carried like, him. He was the the big, big. He was sort of the big bad guy. He was the intermediate bad guy, and Henry Cavill was the big bad guy. That was the the reveal, like the twist ending. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like uh, you you had the bad guy from the last one or whatever in mm-hmm. his straight jacket and all that, and so he was just plotting Ethan stuff. Ethan Hunt, I yeah. will ruin you. Or however but you, he sounded you, like Henry Cavill. You saw as a bad guy from a million miles away, and. Mm. It, it, as far as the Mission Impossibles go, story-wise, it was the boring one. Story-wise. Action-wise, Story, yeah. it was very good. Action-wise, fantastic. And it's not a bad movie. When I call it the boring one... I hear this one, one's going to be about AI. Cool. Now, when, when I put it up against... It's part one, too. Yeah, so well, we know that we're getting another one. one. Yeah, the next one's like the last one or whatever. But the... Uh, the, the oh, Shit. Oh, when I put it up against the other ones... And say it's the boring one. It's it's still amazing. It's still super good compared to a lot of movies. It's just not as exciting, I think, as the other Mission Impossibles. Yeah, I will I will agree with that. Like the pacing, the pacing was a little bit different from the other Mission Impossibles. Um, but you know, it doesn't make it any less like fun. Like yeah. I I am sad that Jeremy Renner. Like this makes me even more mad at the Marvel Cinematic Universe because Marvel is what pulled. Uh, what was it, Agent Brent? Uh, uh, Brant. Agent well, Brant. Well, he's only in like two movies, though, right? He, they were he, gonna keep him though. He was in three, sure. four, and five. Um, he was in three movies. Mm-hmm. He was in okay. three movies, and he was a great addition because he was like an agent that was like, I don't know about you guys. You guys are off the rails. Blah blah. In the first one. In the first and one. And then he got he fully on board by the end of it. Yeah, and he third played the politics. He he could have. He was set yeah. up to be the new director mm-hmm. uh, of the IMF, but. Unfortunately, due to like filming uh, uh, schedules and big money Marvel, they pulled him away, and then and then after uh, conflicts of him being Hawkeye, wasn't part of it him doing the uh, uh, Born movie too? 
No, it was all Marvel. It was, it was yeah, his shooting schedule because he was doing the TV show and he, the movies, the he Avengers. Did, he did the Bourne film in there somewhere, too. But it didn't conflict with the, the schedule. I mean, that's what I read anyway. It said scheduling conflicts with the character Hawkeye and the multiple things that he was filming for Marvel. He couldn't commit to Mission Impossible. Well, then lame. he got messed up in the snowblower accident, yeah. and now he can't do it at all. But I would have loved to see a cameo. I saw heard one. he was back to doing like all sorts of stuff that you would think he wouldn't be able to do by now. I mean, hopefully. I hope so, too. Uh, you know, I mean, I know he's recovered. I mean, he already but... broke both of his arms filming Tag uh, and mm-hmm. then came back from that. Yeah. Really Jeremy Renner, you know, when he, when he, he broke out with the Hurt Locker. Wasn't that his, his big breakout? He has one limb he hasn't broke because he broke two arms in one movie and one leg in an accident. And so he has one leg left. I, the, Hurt Locker was my least favorite movie that he did, though. I didn't like Hurt Locker. Did anybody else like Hurt Locker? It. It was Catherine uh, Bigelow, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, what an amazing director. Catherine Bigelow. I was like, no, Point Break like is Bomb Squad by far a better movie of Catherine Bigelow's. Uh, but yeah, how do you beat Point Break? You, you don't. don't. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just. No one got a, a pit bull thrown at them in Hurt Locker. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Kiedis, right? Yeah, dude. Anthony Kiedis and yeah. Flea, like both in that movie. And then, yeah, he throws that pit bull at him as they're, they're running down the. Uh, yeah, it was so good. Uh, Vince says, despite feelings on Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible as a franchise beats Fast and Furious in every way imaginable. I don't know about every way imaginable, not, because, not the first but the, the majority of it, yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible is just a much better series. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Actually, so on uh, Bing homepage the other day, the little uh, quiz they have, an A or B answer quiz, you know, and you see what the percentage of answers is. It said, which July-born actor has been in more movies that you enjoy? And it was uh, Tom Cruise or Harrison Ford. And that's that's what got me and my parents talking about it. Because I was sitting there and I was like, well, who's been in more movies? I was like, the Mission Impossible franchise alone is more movies than what good movies Harrison Ford has made. So I was like, clearly it's Tom Cruise. And he's been in way more movies that I like. Legend, Mission Impossible, both of the Top Guns, um, Cocktail, Rain Man, um, Friggin' uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, what's the What's Oblivion? Is the titties risky business, dude? Was he uh, the I don't Jack? like. You don't like risky business? business. Risky business is fun, but I'm not like super jazzed on oh, it. Like he was in the Outsiders. He was in the Outsiders. He was, outsiders. He was one of the Soches because, uh, or no, he's one of the Greasers because mm-hmm. fuck Soches. Les Grossman in Tropic Thunder. Oh yeah, you know, Minority so Report, Last Samurai, such a badass movie. Last Magnolia, Last Samurai. Yeah, yeah. As someone Eyes who, Wide Shut. Come on, Eyes Wide Shut's weird as I like. Eyes Wide I bet Shut. you do. I don't think I've yeah. seen that. As a as a Japanese historian, I'd interview like with a the freaking vampire. Yeah, you Lestat. Got that Tom Cruise is in a lot of bad good movies. movies. Yeah. He really is. Man. Color of Money. He's in. Um, uh, did Wait, I days say of cocktail, days of thunder. Wait, where's our days of thunder hat? Yeah, we have a ball cap right there. Is that here's if anybody re- redeemed uh, Brick or Brack? Well, here it is. Um, this is our days of the thunder first, hat. The first Jack Reacher. Oh yeah. my God, the first Jack Reacher. Like oh, this. Yeah. This is an old vintage hat. Uh, it was given to us by one of our viewers. Loge Web donated this to the show. I've uh, got our got and our then I was like, Days of well, Thunder hat. What's Harrison Ford in? I'm like, there's three Indiana Jones that are that are good. There's Six days, seven nights. You no, know, I love that one. <laughs> no, you do? I do. I do like it. I bet you do. It reminds me of like Romancing the Stone, you know. But with Anne Heche and Harrison Ford, like 
The, like the actors in Romancing the Stone are fun, and the six days and seven nights, you just have two really grumpy people on like I, an island. I kind of liked it, okay? I, you know. But you, you got Blade Runner. Air Force One. Air Force One, Empire Strikes Back, and mm-hmm. three three of the Indiana Jones movies. Like the Patriot Games, the Jack Ryan stuff, like Clear and hey. Present Danger, uh, uh, Patriot Games. Uh, the um, Fugitive is good. Yeah, Mosquito Coast was actually pretty good too. Um, if you're in, into that one, but and I'm trying to think of anything else. That's there's like... not much. Um, I mean, Sabrina was okay, um, but yeah, not a whole lot. Exactly. Not a lot of Harrison Ford movies. I mean, Cowboys and Aliens wasn't exactly something you write home about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I tried to watch that movie like four or five times before I could stay awake through it. Yeah, not not the best. Uh, Night Owlsley also says Romancing the Stone is golden. And Jewel of the Nile, which is the sequel to Romancing the Stone. Not as good. Not as good, but has, you know, Danny DeVito. I was going to say, Danny DeVito shines in uh, Romancing the Stone. Mm -hmm. Hey, we're almost half an hour. We should actually get through a little bit of news. Of the show? Yeah, besides. uh, Do you have anything? Well, let me talk about the other movies that are coming out this week. Um, Oh, we're doing that before the news. Yeah, we've we've already done this. Uh, There is a movie called Theater Camp that's coming out. It's 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 a comedy, probably only going to be in. Uh, limited release, but it does have some really cool up-and-coming comedians. You've got Jimmy Tatro. Can we get that up-and-comers emote? Uh, Molly Gordon, Ben Platt, Noah Galvin. Uh, a lot of people know Jimmy Tatro right now. He's been he's been popping up in a lot of things. Um, he was just in the machine um, as uh, a young Burt Kreischer. Yeah, and he has a popular web series, and I can't remember what it's called. But he was also in that uh, Netflix. Uh, yeah, American American um, Vandal or something yeah, like that. Yeah, with the spray-painted ding-dongs. The ding-dongs, which is yeah. really funny. Also coming out uh, in, in probably expanded release, The Miracle Club. Uh, this one is another one of those old lady um, movies. It's got, like, Maggie Smith. It's got uh, Ag- uh, uh, Kathy Bates. Sign me up. Um, yeah, I mean... Maggie Smith and Kathy Bates in the same movie. Yeah, get at it. It's going to be a good one. Um, that one's coming out this week. It's a. It's the, the tagline is "There's just one dream for the women of Bellegar to taste freedom, to win a pilgrimage to the sacred French town of Lourdes." Was Jimmy Tatro the dude in uh, in uh, uh, fuck Pineapple Express where he's like, uh, "You and me college next year." Woo. No, it's not him. It's just a dude that's kind of like him. Right. I think it's just a dude that's kind of like him. Also coming out, um, now the horror movie, it'll probably, I think it's going to start slow, but it'll get big. It's called The Flood. Um, you may have seen the trailer for this a while back. About oh, the, yeah. It's been forever. Yeah. Uh, a big-ass alligator mm. coming in from Lionsgate. Uh, it's a daring jailbreak during a dangerous Louisiana hurricane. Is Show your seal. <laughs> I'm hoping that it's like a hurricane heist. <laughs> Hurricane Highs is so good. Interrupted by a horde of large, hungry alligators. Um, if you haven't been waiting for this one, well, you haven't been waiting because it's got Casper Van Dien. Oh, fuck yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I never. I don't remember seeing him in the trailer at all. It was just a girl in the house trying not to get eaten. Surprise, Casper Van Dien, star of Starship Troopers. Hell yeah. And that's about it. Uh, coming back for this movie somehow. Um, I don't know who Casper Van Dien made friends with to get into this movie, but... Uh, is this the same Alligator Flood movie? I don't know. Because it feels like the plot's totally... Is there, a, is there an Alligator Flood-averse? Yeah, there's a, there's already been an Alligator Flood movie. Is this not it? Is this a different one? I thought it is was it the same. Is it a different, exactly the same movie? Maybe so. It's possible. I um, feel like it's... 
Vince on Twitch says that the Hurricane Heist is one of our best shows we ever did. Uh, where we reviewed <laughs> that. Because we got so tickled the whole time. Uh, let's see. Southern accents and movies. Mark Landry on YouTube says, sounds like the same plot as Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre. <laughs> Dude, have you ever seen that movie? That's an actual movie. It yes, is an actual movie. It's an actual movie. movie. Oh, it's dumb. Goodness. It's the oh, slowest pace, man. dumbest movie. You know, it's one of those movies where they tried to jump Shark so hard. Like, there was a lot of movies right after Sharknado uh, happened that were like, and, well, I think it actually predates Sharknado to, to Piranha 3 D. I think did that predate Sharknado? And yeah. Then, and then after that, you got like Birdemic and then more Sharknadoes and then Snakes on a Plane and all these things that were just like, Let's put sh- robotic shark ninjas in, uh, you know, on a rocket ship to space. And it was how, how dumb can we get it? And people were just eating it up. So, uh, yeah, the flood. And then also uh, coming out is the YouTube effect, which probably hitting a lot of streaming, but it will be um, also in some, some select theaters. But it is a documentary from Alex Winter, who, of course, is from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure fame. Um, the other not, you know. Uh, um, he was also in one of the. Uh, uh, he was in Freaks. Oh, crap. What's the the movie with Charles Bronson, Death Wish? He was in one of the Death Wishes. He was wishes. in one of the Death Wishes? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I like Alex Winter, and it's a, it's a documentary about um kind of a troubling look at youtube and how it has really changed and shaped our perceptions of reality and how we perceive the world and how that could potentially be a bad thing if we don't start to learn the difference between reality and um entertainment so uh yeah vince says death with street yeah he was just like a little skinny dude in the gangs and like one of the old dudes is like i kept these bars from the war and they just like shoot out the windows at like the gangs and stuff. It's awesome. Okay. Death Wish Marathon <clears throat> was one of the best parts of old AMC. Did you like the Death Wish remake with Bruce Willis? I didn't mind it. Yeah, I reviewed yeah. it on the show. I thought it was I pretty good. Yeah, we did. both did. And I think we both kind of liked it. I mean, him it. kicking the uh, jack out from under a car and squishing a dude's Squish- head. Oh, that yeah. was a pretty God. good one. Yeah. Dude, the brutality in the new Death Wish is pretty sick. Yeah. And the story wasn't bad. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I'm going to say yeah, I liked it. I think it. we both liked it. It was underrated. Not enough people went to watch it. Memory serves. So, okay. Well, now that we got all the new releases out of the way, we're going to backtrack, talk about some news. Let's talk about what happened this week. Uh, Barbie has had its uh, release delayed in most of Southeast Asia because it's been banned in... uh, Because of the map of the world? Vietnam, and it's likely banned in Philippines because of their hand-drawn crayon map of the world. And even though it looks nothing... Even though it looks nothing like the actual and world, like all and countries the other are in countries, weird places, yeah. and the uh, Asia is not connected to Europe, and it's not so connected to Africa, uh, wow. Southeast Asia in particular, uh, most of those countries have started banning the film because they claim that the drawing of Asia in purple crown represents some uh, political lines that have been drawn by China, and it 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 uh, discounts their feelings. Uh, but if you look at the map, tell me Dude. where. Tell me where and show me how that makes any sense. What's amazing is that is probably a, what, maybe a four to two second clip. 
And they said they would show the movie if it's edited out, but she's standing in front of it while talking, so they have to uh, re-edit the movie for Southeast Asia. Which release. they've done before for other movies for mm-hmm. for <laughs> China and others. Which, if it was a real map that was printed and it forgot somewhere, like Taiwan or whatever, which has <laughs> happened, or New Zealand in Star Trek just missing, uh, things like that, sure, uh, it's understandable. But this is like hand-drawn with grounds, and it's supposed to represent as if a child made it, and it looks exactly like that. But Southeast Asia is very... Very so mad about this. So mad. I like uh, how Mark Landry on YouTube, he says, I don't have Barbie movie causing an international incident on my bingo card. Dude, just wait. <laughs> they, they've signed a truce. Barbie and Oppenheimer have signed a truce, apparently. But speaking uh, of, did you see that AMC, with their stubs and sele- just just AMC theaters, announced today that they said over, t- over 20,000 people have already booked their Barbie and Oppenheimer double I, feature tickets. Wow. On the same day, AMC released this data from their Stubbs network. They go, over 20,000 people have booked both of these tickets on the same day. What a way to use your A-list. Yeah. Keep the meme alive, dude. That's dude. sick. Uh, speaking of things that people love, Wolverine in his yellow and blue costume, photos the of it. Deadpool. Oh, yeah, the Deadpool. It looks movie. sick. And everyone back when the original X-Men movie came out in the 90s they were was like, like Why? oh, the comic book costumes won't work. They have to keep it real to life. And all of us were like, they can work. And then here it is. It works. It's perfect. It looks amazing. Everyone is in love with it. Uh, well, it's just like when we were talking about the Flash a couple weeks ago, the, the the OG Batman suit. When you see it on screen, you're like, yeah, it's one of the hammier suits. But my God, it's the best freaking suit. Did you see the uh, the uh, a couple a week or two ago? They showed the uh, sketches for Ben Affleck's Batman suit and everything. It was perfect. It looked so. It looked exactly like the Arkham video game suits. And they're like, no. Yeah, they said no. The Ben Affleck suit still looks good. You know, and you know who we can freaking thank? Mm -hmm. Christopher fucking Nolan. Like he's like, we got to make Batman stupid and appeal to only guys named Chad. Well, and um, the Flash suit they had a better option for, but they changed it, and it it was a more sleek and looked exactly like comic book Flash. But they. the one he wore in, in yeah. was stupid and still had a helmet. I don't know why he has a helmet when he's like a runner. It's supposed to be like a, a skin tight suit, yeah, like the it? like the uh, speed skaters. Yeah, he's supposed to have like a speed skater suit, and they changed it. Uh, so there's a better Flash costume photo out there too. Uh, speaking of DC here, Aquaman. They announced that they did confirm reshoots have been occurring two years after principal photography began on Aquaman because of oh, all the DCU Gosh. changes and shit like that. James Wan probably wants to fucking just <laughs> die. Uh, also, uh, speaking of things that cost too much money and probably won't make it back, Indiana Jones 5. Did you know that the de-aging took them three years and over 100 visual artists to do and it still looked like that? If Three if, years! If he had just been standing still... And in the darkness and, and, and not like tied up and bound and being like, I'm young and trapped and it's me, Harrison Ford. <laughs> They've been it would have been fine. When he was looking at you straight when his mask when the hood first came off, looked totally great. Fine. Looked great. As soon as he moved, it looked awful. But it took him three years to do that. So they've had it since the original iteration of this movie. Yikes. Uh, 
what kind of artists were doing this that it took that long? Yeah, exactly. VFX artists, VFX. I'm no expert. But, but wow. also reshoots, and they were changing the script and all that crap, uh, I'm sure. Uh, talking comic books and things like that, uh, Jennifer Garner's coming back as Elektra in Deadpool 3 along with the cool Wolverine suit. That so Okay, that. that'll be kind of fun. I'm I don't like Jennifer those. Garner. I don't no, either. but one of the best article titles I read was... But I like this uh, idea. Marvel brings back one of the uh, <clears throat> worst solo heroes uh, in a time of comic book downturn. Ooh. So it's like, remember the Elektra movie with the dude with the tattoos oh, that came alive? I yeah. completely remember the Elektra Yeah, garbage. Movie. Uh, rumor has been Affleck will be there as Daredevil. I think it might be fun. Uh, we'll see. Well, and then, you know they're going to poke fun at it. Like I think yeah, absolutely. being in comic Daredevil, relief. or excuse me, Deadpool... They're going to make it fun. And it, uh, maybe they'll give Electra her costume from the comics, and she'll have like the red thing and the black and the bandana. I hope so. Yeah, that there. would be super cool. Uh, Beetlejuice two, talking about old things coming back. I've been watching a lot of set photos. Set photos. Jenna Ortega and her wedding dress, and Winona mm-hmm. Ryder is the mother of the bride, and all this crap. I think the Jenna Ortega overload is going to be being Wednesday and uh, the daughter of um, Winona Ryder's character from Beetlejuice. Uh, 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 Lydia Dietz. Lydia Dietz. That's too much. Uh, but whatever. Lydia Dietz. And uh, talking comic books and things like that, too. Continuing with that, you see that Constantine 2 is still in the works despite the writer's strike and all of this and the DC change. Oh, God, I hope. Because I hope. So writer, I hope they're actually writing a script because I know some well, of these Marvel people are like we don't need a script. Writer Akiva Goldsman said that uh, the Constantine Two is still happening. He hasn't started writing it yet, but he has thought about picking up his pen and starting it. So the writer strike is affecting it, but Constantine Two is still going to happen despite the DCU from DCEU change that's occurring. Uh, and then talking sequels, you see that they they announced the Den of Thieves Two. Uh, Pantera, but it's gonna have Gerard Butler come back. He was one. He was I the. Don't, did not see this. Yeah, he's like the cop in the first one. Because right? you know how much I love Gerard Butler, dude. <laughs> dude, uh, weather, uh, weather satellite movie. Okay, Geostorm. Geostorm was, was sick. We had was a great, pretty time. good. But that was a good movie in the theater. The thing about it is, in fact, the, I kind of want to watch Geostorm. Geostorm tonight. was so sick. In can the we theater. have a uh, Can we have a Geostorm watch party sometime, can we, please? We had such a good time at that movie. I, I, what I should do is I should get one of those like inflatable Hurricane mm. Heist Geostorm double feature. Whoa. We should do that at Pinpoint Back Patio. Okay, like let's I'll do. get I'll get a I'll get a one of those inflatable screens. From get like a wind Sam's. machine for it. And oh, we already got big, humongous fans. Yeah, hell and just yeah. Blow, and I'll get misters, and we got like, yeah, and, and you can I'll, sit out there. I'll pop out and I'll go show your seals. Yeah, we yeah, we, and we could just we could just do a, a meet. We could sign autographs. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. But Gerard Butler's making his comeback, but surprisingly, so is Michael Bisping and O'Shea Jackson Jr. Now, if you watch the first. Uh, Den of Thieves, you'll know that O'Shea Jackson Jr. made his way to Europe because he was the, uh, spoiler alert, bank heist mastermind, and Gerard Butler was the leader of the cops. So I don't know how they're going to bring both of them back for the second movie unless Gerard Butler goes to Europe or O'Shea Jackson Jr. comes back to the U.S. It doesn't make sense. But Michael Bisping's coming back, and one thing that I learned in seeing this news is that Michael Bisping's already signed on for a Red Sonja movie. They're making Wait a Red a Sonya. What? Yeah. 
Hey, which right now on Humble Bundle, uh, there is a Warhammer bundle and a so- Red Sonia bundle that has like over a hundred so, issues of Red Sonia. You know, contrary to what uh, Jennifer Lawrence would lead you to believe, uh, that there was never any strong female action heroes oh, before yeah, Hunger I Games. That. Yeah, Red Sonia is the coolest. Red Sonia is rad. She's like as cool as Conan, if not maybe. I mean, she's up there. Dog, you're about to like. But they were homies, too. Yeah, they were friends. And Arnold got conned into that movie for being on set longer than he was supposed to be mm-hmm. and featuring more in that movie because it was supposed to be a small cameo. But they kept him there and they filmed more and then they used a bunch of it without paying him and without consent from him. So well, I'm sure he's okay. No. If you ever watch the Red Sonja movie, just know that... Uh, that Arnold was getting duped. They lied to Arnold, did not pay him. Uh, uh, Dwight on YouTube, by the way, just said Geostorm was also great. So yeah, he, Geostorm he agrees. was a lot of fun. Uh, Red Sony's cool, not as cool as Conan, but Red Sony's cool. Uh, and then a couple of new movie trailers. Uh, did you see the Napoleon trailer with Joaquin Phoenix? Yes, I did. It's an Apple TV production, but it's going to be only in theaters. You and can't it watch it on Apple TV. Actually, looks pretty good. It like, looks pretty good. I, you know, except that French people have British accents for yeah, some reason. It's a little weird. Um, it's like, uh, like what, what? Ooh la la, mate. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like when I was when I was younger, when I was like a teenager, my only sort of experience with Napoleon Bonaparte was a from uh, like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Like, of course, Napoleon coming out and going Ziggy Piggy, Ziggy Piggy. And that's where I learned how to cuss in French. Merde, merde, merde. And, uh, you know, but that's where, learned, where you had to learn how to swap people's hands away from your Ziggy Piggy. That's right. But then, you know, when I was a teenager, I went to, I think it was in Memphis, Tennessee, they had the Napoleon Bonaparte, like, exhibit from from Paris that was traveling around. That dude was tiny. See, and no, he wasn't, though. There's I so- saw his clothes. He was tiny. Yeah, he, he was. W- the he whole was thing, your size. No, he wasn't as small as everyone says he is. That's like a classic meme of history. Well, his the, clothes must have been fitting tight. All of his generals were six feet or above, and at the time, that made them gigantic. Okay, it says he was five six, which is completely normal for someone in the seventeen and eighteen hundreds. Yeah, but I'm not. And yeah, we're giants. That's a thing. Humans have grown. We are bigger than we're supposed to. but it was so I'm weird. I'm six foot six. People in 17 and 1800 were not that tall. But it's I so would Tom be Goliath. Yeah, Tom Cruise is a, a, little, a little... 5'6 was a perfectly normal human being size at that time. But all of his generals were like over six foot. They were behemoths on yeah. the battlefield. That's what made it look so weird because you saw all his generals' clothes mm-hmm. next to his clothes. And he was just this... Which is why it's good that someone like Joaquin Phoenix, a normal-sized human being, is playing him because it's more true to history. Uh, anyhow, anyway, it was a great exhibit. And then I got really into Napoleon because I was like, damn, mad respect because he was... A pretty freaking good general and a very smart guy. Yeah, you don't um, have that much success by just being an idiot. No, you do not. Um, Vince over on Twitch says, Kubrick tried very long to do a Napoleon movie. It turned into Barry Lyndon, which was also a really good movie, and I will agree with that. Uh, Drew on YouTube said, Bummer, the Facebook comments don't pop through, uh, but yep, agree about a lot, specifically that the Barbie oh. apocalypse is a wild card. Bingo square, we didn't see it coming. OG Batmobile was the shit. Our Facebook comments aren't showing up? I guess not. I mean, we're, we are broadcasting on Facebook, but they may just not. I see. Yeah. Uh, sorry, dude. Uh, and then my last bit of news is that there was a new Shah Rukh Khan movie trailer that was released for I Jawan. I did not see this one. It looks so good. Uh, he's like... 
kind of a good guy, kind of a bad guy. You don't know from the trailer. He goes in multiple disguises. He has like a sick mummy disguise and he's like all bandaged up and bloody, but he walks like a mummy and stuff. Uh, and he's like, talk like a mummy. Yeah. And talk he goes, like a mummy. he's like, when I decide to be a villain, no hero stands a chance, but it's like, you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy in the trailer. It looks really cool. Uh, Shah Rukh Khan is super badass. His last movie, Patan was really yeah. good. Shah Rukh Khan, like, you know, a lot of times I go sleepy when he starts talking about like those, those, movies but Shah Khan is kind of awesome dude and if you have Amazon Prime watch Patan Patan was so good it might get you to watch the rest of like Ek the Tiger uh and and that series War uh which is really good War's good um but the uh this one looks pretty sick and and that uh pretty, Pat- I need pretty, pretty I need to watch the Patan sick. extended edition because it's on Amazon but I since I watched Patan in the theaters to talk to you guys about it it's been hard for me to just make myself watch it again when I have other things to do but uh it looks pretty cool do yourself a favor watch the Joan trailer get into foreign films uh watch them they're fun it expand your horizons which actually Ghibli Fest is going on right now it is Nausicaa uh, in the Nausicaa Valley was of the last night it was but it was dubbed I also saw that, and I'm glad I didn't go. Uh, uh, even though it does have Patrick Stewart um, in in the dub version, which is kind of fun. But, um, dude, subbed, subbed, subbed. I mean, Sal's Moving Castle has Billy Crystal. I'm not going to watch in English again. Just subbed. Yeah. Always do subbed. Just so, uh, please. check your listings for Ghibli Fest or go to, uh, what's it called? Fathom I mean, events. it's Fathom events. Yeah. yeah, go to Fathom events. Check your Ghibli Fest stuff. Watch it's ev- some of that about stuff. every summer in uh, June and July is when Ghibli Fest. Yeah, happens. two or three months long. Yeah, but all, all sorts of uh, Nausicaa, the Valley of the Wind is always rated as the top Ghibli film ever made. Uh, go it's watch so it. It's so good. It's super good. It's so good. Watch Totoro in the theater. Uh, Princess Mononoke in the theater will change your life. If yeah, if you can catch it, because they don't always include it on Ghibli Fest because well, not it is all. not rated PG or it's not rated G. Yeah, but Ghibli Fest—they change their movies every year. There's a, four, yeah. a few core ones you're gonna see. Uh, if Pompoko ever hits the theater, watch that. Oh, Learn that about Tanuki fun. and and uh, and their uh, magical ball sacks. Yeah, their nut sacks and uh, their transformations and uh, their parachute nuts and um, all of the uh, yokai. The Pompoko is sick. Drew on Cat Returns is a lot of fun. Porco Rosso is, is a good time. Drew on YouTube asks, is there a 40X cinema in Northwest Arkansas? The moving seats and wind and water effects are awesome. No. I wish. I've only been into a 40X cinema once. It was cool. It was super, super cool. And I think I was in Dallas when I went to a 40X cinema. The only 40 I went to was at Disney World for uh, at Animal Kingdom for like Bugs Life or whatever. And my seat didn't work, so I didn't get the. Uh, oh, that's 40 a bummer. Yeah. Uh, Drew says on YouTube now that you guys have an Alamo, uh, we're gonna. We're, it's not. They haven't even broken ground. It'll be at least a year before we get it, but we will be get better random film stuff. Uh, we will get more Ghibli Fest, and uh, we still like have, that, we but. have plenty. Ghibli Fest occurs at more than one theater around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a lot of uh, import films. Sometimes when we do the reviews on on, we uh, get movies. a surprising amount of indie films here that yeah, we, most people just don't realize we get it, but we do. They don't look for them enough. When we do the totals on films, some of them that are in like twelve or thirty theaters, are here. we have them. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess one of the advantages of having Walmart in their backyard. Yeah, we just uh, it comes with a lot of pros and cons. But Which I'm telling you, if Mission Impossible was in a better theater, I would have been there. We would be talking about that right now. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Was there any other news that you wanted to talk about? That was all my stuff. Um, let's uh, see. Wait. No, that's from last week. Yeah, that's almost done. 
Uh, do 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 do. What did I did I have anything else that I wanted to mention on that? I mean, you you said you saw a movie, right? Yeah, I watched Outlaws on Netflix, the new Netflix with Pierce Brosnan. Oh, and yeah. uh, the Workaholics Boys. Yeah. Well, how was that? Tell us about that, since there was no movies in theaters. That I mean, I can keep it pretty short, honestly. Uh, I mean, it's definitely a movie for Netflix, right? Uh, there's some wasted talent with uh, Michael Rooker and Pierce Brosnan. Uh, you got. Uh, Adam Levine, uh, Adam Devine, what's his what's his real Not name? Adam Levine. From... No, I always forget what his real last name is. In Workaholics, is Adam Demamp, so his real name is Adam Devine. Gotcha. Uh, it has Adam Devine and um, uh, one of the other Workaholics dudes uh, in there. He he plays a small bit, but so the dudes Adam's getting married to this girl. He's never met her parents. She goes, "Good news, my parents are going to be in town for our wedding. Uh, we can." Um, it has a dash in it. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to actually show up for the wedding and he goes cool I get to meet your parents finally and she's like yeah absolutely uh, and it turns out they're bank robbers he's the manager of a bank they rob his bank and then shenanigans ensue Michael Rooker's the FBI agent that's trying to track them down because they're notorious bank robbers called the ghost bandits um, it's very paint plain uh, very paint by numbers um, there's nothing exciting or new involved in this. Like I said, Pierce Brosnan and Michael Rooker's talents are very wasted in here. Um, is it watchable? It's a Happy Madison movie with uh, workaholics flavor, right? So all of Adam Sandler's family is in it. A couple of his friends are in there. Um, so you, you get your standard Happy Madison production movie, but you have like over-the-top Adam Devine mixed into it with very un underutilized like Richard Kind is in there um and and uh I mean is Richard Kind playing a Richard Kind character kind of he's Adam Devine's dad and okay. he's just like a super stuck up dude right like and that's his whole thing is just to talk shit um uh, which is fun but uh, him and Pierce Brosnan and Michael Rooker underutilized very Adam Devine heavy um, with that Happy Madison flavor. It's about bank robbery. It's kind of like so Drew, Den of Thieves. Drew except, asks, is it workaholics dad mode? No, it, it's like Den of Thieves if they just dumbed it down to just the, the lowest level possible. Mm. Uh, and like uh, Lauren Lapkus plays her same character from um, The Wrong uh, Mindy or whatever it was. That movie where she, uh, David Spade... Um, oh yes, yeah, yeah. It's a Netflix one too, where he texts goes the on wrong a date girl, and yeah, what, yeah. He has like his dream, the girl, wrong Missy, the wrong Missy. Yeah, she plays the same character from that, but if she managed a bank instead of was like a psycho with a uh, crocodile Dundee knife. <laughs> That ain't a knife. Yeah. This is a knife. So, it, it, God, I want to watch Crocodile Dundee. It's now. really rapid fire. It's really paint by numbers. It's very plain. Uh, it's and it plays like boogers for humor. Uh, boogers and puke. Um, I mean, everybody likes boogers and puke. Yeah. So, and it was a disappointment in, in short, really. Uh, you could put it on in the background while you're like folding clothes or, or something like that, and it would probably be okay. You're really <laughs> honestly not going to miss anything. A, 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 a movie to fold clothes to. Yeah. I mean, you ever do that? You're like, man, I, I don't want to make the bed or fold these clothes or whatever. But so if you, there's a movie on. But yeah. you put something on TV, and then you get distracted by it, and you're like, well, I didn't get anything done because I watched this movie. This would be the one to put on because you're not going to be distracted. Get it by done. It. Yeah, because you'll look over and you're like, oh, it's the same dumb crap that was happening a second ago. So Vince suggests the Hurricane Highs Crocodile Dundee double feature. No, if there's a Crocodile Dundee double feature, it's going to be Crocodile Dundee 1 and Crocodile Dundee 
too, Actually, mate. Do Hurricane Heist and what what was the other one we said? Uh, Geostorm. Geostorm. That's the double feature. But one of those alligator films we were talking about. And then Crocodile Dundee 2 since he wears the alligator and pulls uh, yeah. those dudes underwater. Yeah, that was a good one. Those Jersey gangsters. Where's your gun, does. mate? Yeah, they don't, don't stand need a, a chance. I've got a donk. A what? And he does a the, donk. The whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's like the beginning of a uh, <laughs> of that song. Uh, um, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, more Jersey Boys, Bon Jovi. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a John, yeah. it's a Bon Jovi That would be thing. so good. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. whoa. And then, yeah. Crocodile Dundee on the block. That ain't a knife. This is a knife. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Let's have a career rewriting Bon Jovi songs as as Crocodile Crocodile Dundee. Dundee. Yeah. We're halfway there. Oh, washing my underwear in the bidet in the hotel downtown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, Crocodile Dundee. He didn't know what the he didn't know what the bidet was, and he used it to like wash his boots and his underwear. No, he was in the bath doing that, doing his laundry. And that's when she came in and she goes, "Senor Meek," and then he's like, "Oh yeah, just set it down in there." But it's it's her, and she comes in and messes with him. Yeah, but yeah. Senor Meek. Because he grabs his hat and he puts it in his bubble his, bath yeah. over his dingus. Yeah, over his dingus. Yeah, that's not a dingus. That's a dingus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and i like how like not woke but woke uh when he asks like carl um is the, that a sheila no he goes what tribe are you from because he throws the boomerang and then yeah. he like says his gang that he was a member of when he was a kid and they're like yeah yeah he uh, also grabs uh those people oh that's crotches. totally not pc now you can't but he also taught those hookers how to be real people <laughs> I mean, he did. That's what happens in the movie. I haven't seen it. You've never seen Crocodile Dundee? Do I look like I've seen it? Everyone should watch Crocodile Dundee. Everyone should see it. Crocodile Dundee. Dude. I'm not opposed to it. Crocodile Dundee. We got like Vince over here, uh, sex workers. Yeah, trying to make it more woke. We're talking in 80s lingo, Crocodile Dundee talk here. Yeah. Well, we're just quoting the movie. Dingus Dundee. <laughs> Dingus. Oh, man. I love Crocodile Dundee. He and teaches that dude a better way to do cocaine. Oh, he, he puts it all in the, in the in pot. In the hot water. He's like, oh, you put it over put here. Put the towel over your head. Because he thought it, was, he thought it was like cold medicine. He thought it was cold medicine. Yeah. Um, yeah, just breathe in. Oh, my God. You know God. what? I'm going to tell you a true story about my life right now. One time I went camping with a girl I was dating, right? And she's like, what time is it? I straight up looked at the sun and I gauged which way was what and I was like it's about this time and then she looked at the clock and it straight up was that time and she's like what the hell and I was like Crocodile Dundee Crocodile Dundee yeah but like in reality when Crocodile Dundee did it he like looked at the, he, looked, he at, looked at his watch he looked at no he looked at um, uh, the dude the the dude with the ascot yeah well he, he was faking he looked at his watch yeah yeah oh, I've man. always wanted to do that thing Oh, the I've wh- tried that with animals before. It does not work. Do Paul Hogan? He's he's still alive, right? Yes. Remember, because Danny McBride yeah. did the Crocodile Dundee thing. They they did a fake trailer for mm-hmm. it for a new movie. Uh, Crocodile Dundee three wasn't the Tyson. worst. Okay, all right. 
It's not great. It was like, it got you through a tough time where you're just like, you know, it'd be great. Some Paul Hogan, right? Yeah. Cause it's not, I mean, if, in, if you're looking through all the, the, the five Paul Hogan movies that there are. Whoa. Lightning Jack. Fuck. I was about to say, I was going to put Lightning Jack and almost an angel oh, above, nice. um, Crocodile Dundee three. Are you? Oh, okay. And it's Crocodile Dundee one, Crocodile Dundee two, Lightning Jack, yeah. almost an angel, Crocodile Dundee three. I'll agree. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Lightning Jack is such a good movie. Lightning Jack is great. And it's got a, it's a one young... of Cuba Gooding Jr.'s best movies. That's right. I was about to say, Cuba Gooding Jr. I could do whatever I want to you, and you can't tell anyone. Oh, and he, he's like, I have my notebook and pen. And he goes, oh, wait. No, I no. couldn't tell anyone because he's mute, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, a good movie. Drew says on YouTube, he asks, can we talk about the Florida edition of Crocodile Dundee, which is Gator Methadult Wendy's Adventure? I would be all about. Is that a real thing? Sir, this is a Wendy's. Where he's, you know, just got a knife and, and, and a crocodile skin. And he's trying to get a chili, chili potato. Or, or, or something. I don't know, a chili potato. Always sounds good. Wendy's chili. You know you can buy cans of Wendy's chili in Walmart now? What do you don't make Wendy's chili's not good. Chili's not good, but it's Whoa, great. Sonic chili's pretty good. But I'm, I'm saying like Sonic chili if you could get Sonic chili in a cup, it'd be so much better than Wendy's chili. I'm just saying there's no chili is like... Hell yeah, chili. But all chili is like hell yeah, chili. Chili's good. Does that make sense? Is that a haiku? Chili's I don't know. We need. I to, think that was enough syllables. We need to tell people what made money. Oh my God, it is. It is that time, isn't it? So, um, all right. Well, it's the. It's almost. We're almost out of time. So uh, this has been a pretty exciting show. Very the last. Exciting. The last bit of the show. Is almost exciting as blue chew. <laughs> Whoa. Well, if you want to know that, you'll have to uh, Check sub- get AI on generator. Twitch. Yeah, don't forget to, to get... follow us on Twitch or sub, which helps us out. Or get we in the Discord. That. Yeah, get in the Discord, which which our uh, Twitch mod will throw up the, the, the Discord channel link right here in the chat here in just a moment. But it's the, la- the last segment of the show is our box office roundup where we give you the box office totals for the past weekend, which is July 7th through 9th, 2023. We give you the top 10 movies in America. Jake's going to give you uh, 10 all the way up to 1. The reason we only do domestics, well, we'll get, we'll pepper in some global numbers for some of these bigger movies just so you know how much money you're giving them. Um, but the domestic numbers, are that's how we find out what's going to be greenlit. So if you follow the money, you'll know where we're going. So number 10, ooh, actually number 11 can we just go ahead and mention number yeah, 11? Yeah, because that was in the news, too, but it wasn't really newsworthy. Because it's only uh, been out in four weeks. And it's fourth week out, uh, kicked down to the 11th spot, The Flash, two and a quarter million dollars, uh, bringing its domestic total in a month up to $105 million. Uh, Use better CGI, write better movies, give them better suits. Oh, yeah. Call it Batman starring the Flash and get yourself some money next time. Uh, so there you go. Flash out of the top ten already made none of the dollars. Dang. Uh, and then coming in in its second week out, a movie that no one's probably surprised by, uh, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, just under $3 million. Its domestic total is eleven point six. Um, so... Who knew that movies about weird shape shifting cracking girls probably wouldn't appeal to people? Surprise! Uh, All of us. Speaking of fish women, in its seventh week out, beating Flash at number nine, Little Mermaid, three point seven million brought in this last week, bringing it up to two eighty nine and a quarter uh, for 
uh, Ariel there. So in the Battle of the Fish Girls, uh, Ariel's winning. Uh, and then in its fifth week out, coming in at number eight, Transformers: Rise of the Beast, five million brought in by it, uh, just under 150 at 146.8. Uh, that's sad. Everyone was so stoked about where it was going with it and how much money it was making. I know they initially were very excited. I hope they keep on to that. This Transformers is actually worth going and watching. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I think it's suffering from the reputation of the other Transformers and all of us that wanted to see this got it out of the way already. It's brought in 400 across the globe, so it's made a little bit of money. Probably not enough for them to uh, be super stoked about a sequel, but Rise of the Beast is actually a lot of fun. Uh, and then coming in at number seven, No Hard Feelings, and it's third week out. Uh, 5.4 million brought in by it. Its domestic take is 40.5 million dollars. That's probably just cresting into profitable for a comedy like that one. Yeah. Um, I don't know what location costs are like for wherever they shot, or what um, Jennifer Lawrence's paycheck is. But you know, yeah, you gotta have those strong women action heroes that didn't exist before. They did her. before before yeah. Hunger Games. Ripley who? Yeah, never heard of her. Red Sonia what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then in its uh, release week, number six, Joyride, opening at six. 5.8 million Ooh. brought in by that one. We've seen The Hangover before. You got to come up with something new. But I did read articles saying that they're actually really happy with this and that raunchy comedies are on the rise again. When you open at number six and you only make $5 million on the weekend. Yeah, I don't know if that's on the rise. I feel like they paid for that ad. Yeah, it's cool that you're excited about it, but clearly no one else was. Uh, And then in its sixth week out, coming in at number five, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, $8 million, bringing its domestic uh, to uh, 357.6. So not so bad for uh, Sony. Uh, over here with Spider-Man. And then, uh, speaking of people that wish they had Spider-Man, Disney, uh, in its fourth week out, Elemental coming in at number four, $10 million. Its domestic take is just under 110. So a tenth of what it's, uh, just under 11th of what it's made so far was just this past week. Oof. Uh, I have been told it's good. The guy at the movie theater said that he really liked Didn't it. Didn't you say he saw it, saw it like 700 times? Three. Okay. He said he saw it three and was going to watch it a fourth with his girlfriend. Three. He just but, every shift to get off work and go watch it, dude. Yeah, he was super excited about it. Uh, so who knows? Uh, and then because more money does not equal better than. We this know is that true. it might be a fantastic movie. Just none of us have the desire to watch it. When it hits streaming, we might find out that it's a classic. Yeah. Uh, but we've all seen Romeo and Juliet, and we've all seen animated movies. Why do we need it? No yeah. one knows. Uh, and then opening uh, at number three, Sound of Freedom. This was the one movie that out of the trailers I watched for what came out this weekend. I was I like, really didn't, I kind of want to watch this I didn't bit. think we were going to get this. That's why we didn't report much on it. We had it at like three different theaters. Locally. I know. It, well, it was in almost or 2,800 theaters nationwide. Yeah, so just over half of them. Um, but uh, it, it opened to the tune of $19.7 million for a movie that I saw zero advertising. Oh, yeah. Uh, so not bad but for Angel it. Studios is it a uh, is it a faith based film I can't remember. well it's like a preacher or something well, like yes. saving a kid from the, like a sex cult and then they're like we gotta go back for my sister and he's like let's go the, I don't know the trailer actually made it look like it was exciting but I just didn't have it in me to watch like 
um, child sex cult movie. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a hard, hard. I, like, I can't just like, the, ooh, let's go watch a movie about sex trafficking. Like when Rambo happened, you're like, Rambo, and like, by the way, kids getting touched, and Rambo's like, not having it. Rips that dude's throat out, and you're just like, yeah, get him. I didn't expect that in this movie. Kill those dudes. Uh, knowing that that's what I'm in for, I was just like, I don't feel uh, like doing this. Drew this on Sunday. YouTube asks for the synopsis and the, the tagline. Uh, is <clears throat> the incredible true story of a former government agent turned vigilante oh, okay. who embarks on a dangerous mission to rescue hundreds of children from sex traffickers. Okay, well, uh, everything in the trailer and what I read was said it was about two kids, but that's cool that it's a true story. That actually brings Based something on a true to story. it. Yeah. Uh, and then number two, Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny, brought in 27.4. Uh, its domestic take is 122 so far uh, in its second week out. It's brought in just under 250 worldwide. They're, they got another $50 million to go before they even start to crest into profitable because it was over $300 million, uh, is what it cost them. I honestly thought it would do a little bit better this past weekend. I really, really I, I think did. like what we talked about last week, it's hard to recover from Crystal Skull. Yes, I think so too. I think that this movie is going to take off when it hits streaming. Yeah, I think it's because you can pause it and walk away from it for a minute. Because Sophie Wallerbridge is a lot to deal with in this mm-hmm. movie, and uh, uh, what's that pitch meeting uh, on YouTube? He kind of did it. He's like, "Yeah, now she's the main character." Yeah, and he's like, "What about Indy?" He goes, "No, forget about that. She's the main character." I mean, now. she is. Yeah. So I mean, that's the kind. When you see Indiana Jones, you don't want to see Sophie Wallerbridge. You want to see Indiana Jones uh, mm-hmm. outside of the first twenty minutes where he's a CGI character uh, in his thirties with an eighty-year-old's voice. Um, yeah, that was you could hear you could hear the voice. Right, that was they didn't modulate the voice at all. They just put him in a recording studio. Uh, but opening at number one, taking the number one spot by quite a bit, thirty-three million dollars brought in by a horror movie, by a jump scare horror movie to take the number one spot in the country. Uh, Insidious, The Red Door, and it's brought in twice that total uh, with its international market. So. Uh, just killing it uh, and they're right like now. this is the last one except for uh, wait we made a lot of money so we're gonna do another one of these man I mean yeah. Insidious uh, in the Insidious movies I mean these horror movies they just make money they just they're cheap to make and they make money. Oh my god! Yeah, not a bad. Uh, was it his directorial debut, or, or uh, no, this is like his I first think this big is his first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the main star, what's his name? Well, if you hadn't asked me, old dude, we know we know his name, Patrick Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me look and see if it says he's directed any any other ones. I can't remember if he has or not. Uh, um, well, no, uh, he did. This is, this it. is it. This yeah. is his directorial hey, debut. Not a bad debut to take. Number one away from movies such as Indiana Jones, Spider-Man, uh, whatever the hell else, uh, Transformers, like mm-hmm. all of these franchises that have been out there for a long and time now. comes in. And, and they come in with their franchise and swoop that number one spot in a, with a adult R-rated, R-rated horror movie, movie yep. that's number 35 in its series, and there's no fatigue there the way that there is for these comic book movies or people willing to pass Indiana Jones up. Because so. scary. Good job. Nice work, guys. You did it. 
Well, all right. Well, that's your box office roundup for July 7th through 9th, 2023. <laughs> and that is the end of the show. Um, we are going to be back next week. We're going to be seeing some Mission Impossible. Dude, I am amped. So amped. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna hit you with the Mission Impossible reviews. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. Did you find the weirdest version of this? I found the one that's not gonna get us flagged. Yeah, we're gonna watch Tom Cruise on motorcycles with parachutes. Simon Pegg and Bing Rames and the British lady. <laughs> There's two British ladies in this. Oh one. yeah, I guess you're right. Um, well, yeah, we'll be back. Oh. Ne- what? Something fun about the chick from Dune, whatever her name is, in the trailer they show her with the eye patch and she's sniping. And I instantly was like, she has the eye patch on because she's using a sniper rifle. Uh, the real reason they put it on her is because the director asked her to close her eye and she can't close one eye at a time. <laughs> so they got tired of trying to angle in and shoot it and they just called for an eye patch, put it on her so he could get the shot without worrying about her being able to close her eye because she'd like make <laughs> make that face apparently every time so that's that's pretty funny Um, well all right guys we will check that out for you we will review it next week we will see you then don't forget to like and subscribe wherever it is you like to like and subscribe facebook live twitch or youtube we really prefer twitch it's a lot of fun it's easy to use i know everybody's getting mad at twitch about monetization we don't make a lot of money off this anyway so we don't care it's just got the tools if you have amazon prime you already got it it's already already sub for free it's cool and we get like a dollar so, um, yeah, we get a whole freaking dollar. This is our Mission Impossible gaming stream. Yeah. Stream viewers. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is... Become part of chat. Subscribe on Twitch. Like, that's the... Yeah, that's that's the... Here we go. This message will self-destruct. Your, yeah, your mission, should you choose to accept it, subscribe on Twitch. And, um... Why'd you become straight? It's because that's the bad, the bad guy from the last one. That's Sound not man. a subscription. That's this a subscription. Is, dude, shout outs to our 24-month subscription going over to Vince on our Twitch. That's pretty pretty badass. So, all right, guys. Well, uh, don't forget, I'm your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. Slick doggy. And we will <laughs> see you guys next week right here on the Drive-In Speaker Box. Bye now. As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.